now it seems to be a theme of today that we talk about uh, celebrity uh, and politics uh, and I have Golda Mathias here in the studio. Good afternoon, uh, Golda. Hey, George. How you doing? Good, good. And uh, you're, you're a student at Otago University uh, and, uh, I, I guess, involved uh, in um, politics or rather uh, you're interested in uh, uh, Jewish anti-Zionist things, I guess. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm loosely affiliated with a group primarily uh, out of Auckland, Dayenu, mm-hmm. which is a group of like young anti-Zionist Jews. And so that they, they, they have been, uh, I guess, uh, influential recently, or uh, kind of people have been talking about this kind of thing because of Lord, uh, our Lord and Saviour, uh, <laughs> O Lordy. Um, who uh, is a New Zealand uh, artist who is world famous uh, in the world rather than just in New Zealand. Uh, and so there was this um, spin-off article, um, which was, what was it, later, late last year? Um, yeah. Yeah, um, in December, 21st so of December. So, yeah, what happened there? Um, just in response to Lord having a show scheduled in Tel Aviv, um, Justine Sachs, who's um, involved in Dianu as well, mm-hmm. um, decided that it would be a good idea for us, or rather her, um, ultimately making a statement on that, because... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, especially with it being a New Zealand-specific thing, having a Jewish voice from mm. New Zealand, obviously a really good thing, calling for her not to go there. Um, just part of the ongoing like BDS boycott, divestment, sanctions right. movement to sort of do this um, boycott of Israel. And this is this is a movement specific to, to Israel, isn't it? And, yeah. And anything from like consumer products to investment. and Yeah, I mean... Some people um, do. Like, I mean, I don't have a soda stream for that reason. Yeah, yeah, um, that seems to be a big one. Yeah, and then, like, you know, my partner won't buy, like, Caterpillar boots for his work boots and stuff like that. But, um, you know, ultimately, I think the more important aspect of it is the cultural boycott, so getting people like Lord um, and other celebrities to not play in Israel. mm um, because was, of its nature as an apartheid state. She was going to play at Tel Aviv uh, in June. So, yeah, the issue is the, the Israel-Palestine thing. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, and um, Justine Sachs, she wrote this with uh, the Palestinian New Zealander, Nadia Abu Shadnab, uh, um, and this was in the spin-off, uh, and it was successful. Yeah, um, ultimately, Lord responded initially with, hey, thanks for bringing this to my attention. I need to look into this further, and then ultimately cancelled her show in Tel Aviv, which is great. And I mm. really applaud that decision. And uh, <laughs> since then, uh, she has <laughs> met the, the full might of the Israel lobby. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, Justine's gotten, like, death and rape threats and all of that good stuff that happens when you have a controversial opinion as a woman publicly, um, but especially as a Jewish woman, um, always, um, as a Jewish person, if you speak out against Zionism and Israel, almost inevitably you're called a self-hating Jew. Mm. Good Lord knows I've heard enough of that myself. Um, 
and she definitely got a lot of that. She's been receiving that uh, within her own family as well as the community, wow. um, both locally and internationally. Yeah, because uh, Bibi Newton argues meant to be your dad, kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you you can't disrespect the uh, the Israeli state. Mm. Um, I get. I guess also at the same time that you know Israel's been a lot in the news because of uh, uh, Donald Trump's position on on things, and also there was that um, there was that young Palestinian uh, girl the other day. Who, yeah, ahead, Tommy me. Yeah, she. Um, yeah. There was she a video. Slapped an IDF soldier uh, in response to the IDF like murdering her cousin and yeah. in general being. Pretty horrible and oppressive, and for that she's been sent to jail. She's what, thirteen? Yeah, real young. Real young. So yeah, Israel seems to be, um, uh, you know, in, in the news at the moment. Um, but I guess there, like realistically, things seem to, uh, in terms of negotiations between Palestine and Israel, seem to have reached a deadlock. Um, so, is, is is what's the purpose of Lord cancelling a show there? Uh, just to make a statement saying that, um, you know, Israel's, Israel is violating human rights. Mm. And in the same way that, you know, New Zealand was, um, a part of, you know, boycotting South Africa during mm-hmm. apartheid. And again, as I've said multiple times, I see Israel as being an apartheid state, seeing as Palestinians don't have uh rights to mm. the same degree that Jews do there. Yeah. Um and so I I feel like Lord is just continuing in a tradition of New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, right. That. It's interesting that uh boycotts like this get associated with apartheid or apartheid or however you pronounce it because um Israel is associated with South African apartheid. But um it's a, and there, you know there was the whole Springbok thing here in New Zealand mm. that tradition that you're talking about, um, but it 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 seems like uh, that doesn't apply for other countries. One of the um, criticisms, uh, which is is kind of a weird, silly criticism, mm. was the fact that part of her tour was going to be um, Russia as well, and so one of the responses has been that. Um, you know, she should uh, boycott Russia as well. And there's this really kind of weird logic that these people do where they, in a way, kind of agree with the criticism. Yeah. Have you noticed that? Yeah, exactly. It's like when they say that, you just want to point out, like, well, so you're admitting that Yeah, yeah. there's a violation of human <laughs> rights going on. Like, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's, I've noticed that in other discourse as well. It's, it's, well, I mean, they say even in, like, a uh, personal one-on-one relationship, you shouldn't bring up unrelated things, right? Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> it's not a constructive way to argue at all, no. Um, Do you think there's, like, a internal kind of uh, dynamics here of, of Jewish people who aren't from Israel or haven't done the birthright thing or that kind of thing... Oh yeah. Trying to talk about Israel and that that easily kind of associated with with being self-hating. Yeah. Jews. I mean the foundation uh, like the idea of Israel is also um based I mean 
I'm going to go ahead and say it, based on some sort of, like, uh, not racial superiority necessarily, but the way that they will talk about uh, the ideal Israeli citizen versus the way that they disparage uh, diaspora mm-hmm. Jews. And that's, I mean, that's just constantly something lodged at diasporic Jews is that we aren't real Jews, we're not Jewish enough unless we make Alia. Like, What's that? Um, so that's when you return and settle in Israel. Mm. Um, just start occupying up some land. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that that's a big problem as well in in Israel. We should tell our listeners is the is the um, illegal settlements. That seems to be the big thing at the moment, as well yeah. as like uh, Palestinian rights in Israel is the the uh, illegal illegal settlements. Yeah. The, and so they want people like you to go there to basically, I don't know, um, bulk up the, the stock? Yeah. or Yeah, and help um, essentially push more and more Palestinians out of their mm. homeland, really. Um, what is Zionism? So <laughs> I guess Zionism is just the belief that like Israel's the rightful home of Jews and that... Uh, you know, Jews belong there, and so we're building um, a place there uh, that all Jews are welcome in Israel, and that Jews need um, a safe place mm. free of uh, persecution. I I get that. Our mm. entire history is basically being kicked out of wherever we've been, and you know you can't trace Jews to being in now Israel. Palestine, um, at some point in our history, but I just feel like you could make that argument about a whole lot of mm. other places we've been kicked out of. Um, one kind of funny argument, I probably shouldn't even say this on air, but the idea that like um, that's somehow our homeland, but if you look at like a lot of Ashkenazim, like myself, pretty pale. I don't know that I'd uh, settle so well in the Middle East. I might crisp up, you know? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of us are pretty Eastern European now. Yeah. What's, what was that? What's the... Was it ethnicity? What did you... Uh, Ashkenazim. So that's specifically Jews uh, around, like, Central Europe and Eastern Europe. Mainly when you think about Jews, people usually associate it with Ashkenazim rather than Sephardim, who are from uh, Spain, Portugal area, right. sometimes Greece. And, and then, then there's the Ethiopian kind of thing. And yeah, Ethiopian th- So Jews there's like a cultural hierarchy like that, not just in Israel, but in the diaspora, I guess. Yeah, very much so. Um, I've heard the term Ashkenormative, which I think is a bit <laughs> funny, um, to describe the fact that, you know, uh, like, for instance, like bagels are seen as inherently Jewish when that's actually kind of Ashkenazi specific. Um, right, like a, yeah. a geography specific thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because it it is like a kind of a um, <laughs> this sounds like a weird conspiracy thing, but it's a it's a kind of globe spanning nation, really, isn't it? Yeah, very much so. Yeah, because uh, uh, you know, I, I guess as we've seen in in this reaction to Lord, is the um, is is how powerful the uh, the 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 lobbyists are. There was that. Mm. Ad in the the Washington Post. <laughs> yeah. Did you like, see that? Yeah, the full page. So ad about what what did that say? 
Uh, you're going to have to refresh me. <laughs> I've seen an awful lot of um, think pieces and things like that. And if I'm really honest, um, probably a little bit underprepared here just because I do tend to not necessarily take in all of that because it is kind of... Exhausting. I find it uh, exhausting. I find it really painful for me as a Jew um, mm. to see all that. Um, even the nature of Israel as it stands kind of makes me... The, you know, you're facing anti-Semitism from the outside, um, the inside, mm. kind of everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, it, when you see these critiques and then even the responses, like... I mean, even though I'm very anti-Zionist, what, sometimes you see the responses to these articles and things, and it's just people using it as an excuse to hate Jews and talk about conspiracies. and Yeah, uh, yeah. And that's why I'm really glad that, um, you know, Justine, um, with Nadia, wrote that open letter because it's so important to have a very prominent... Mm. Um, Jewish voice within the anti-Zionist discourse, because mm. and a smart one at that. Yeah, it's interesting as well because it, it shows the uh, uh, this is this is a little bit off topic, but it shows the uh, kind of influence and importance of a, a um, publication like the spin-off, yeah. which I think is kind of a, a new thing as well. Like the mm. the 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 the, uh, the online magazine that that. That published this. Yeah, well, within the um, like Dianu Facebook group, where she kind of first started floating the idea of this open letter, um, someone was like, "Oh, I know someone at the spinoff because the spinoff, like, you can be sure is going to publish something like this." Mm, mm. So it's it's nice that they're around for that reason. Um, the, the yeah, the Washington Post ad conflated Lord with New Zealand's foreign policy, which I, I thought <laughs> was pretty interesting because. Um, New Zealand was kind of instrumental in, in drafting a, uh, a resolution uh, at the UN Security Council um, about the uh, these uh, settle, illegal settlements mm-hmm. that you know, and that the UN has repeatedly passed these resolutions about yeah. the uh, illegal settlements. But um, I think definitely with United States backing, uh, the, this issue kind of gets stuck. Yeah. Um, the so there up in Auckland, there's a kind of a Jewish anti-Zionist movement. Is it kind of just based in Auckland, or is it nationwide? Well, it's just that there's um, enough Jews in Auckland, really. Yeah. Um, I know that there's quite a few Wellington Jews. Um, there are Dunedin Jews, but I, yeah, don't know enough of them personally. Um, but yeah, it's just because a lot of a lot of uh, political stuff goes on in Auckland as well, and. They seem to be the most, as far as I'm aware, the most concentrated, organized, like, mm. youth anti-Zionist movement. Yeah, it must be uh, refreshing to to look at a, a movement like that and see this this change happening. Do you see why why people would look at Lord's boycott and and be cynical about it? Um, and well, in which sense? In in sense in the sense of celebrities um, being political, yeah. Do people do you think people get get tired of that? Like, do you do you, or, or oh. should cele- celebrities be the uh, kind of uh, influences in, in 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 this way? Oh yeah, I mean, 
absolutely, I get that. Um, my personal take is just I think that with celebrities you get so much more visibility. Mm. But I mean, especially with our voices, like specifically New Zealand based mm. anti-Zionist Jews, it's it's not a very loud voice, you mm. know. But to be able to get through someone like Lord and have her carry that through, that. Again, it's just about the visibility of it. I still really, you know, and that's why organizations like Dianu and Jewish Voice for Peace and things like that are really important because you need to have it be uh, at the other level as well. Yeah, yeah. Not just celebrities. Because, yeah, I mean, ultimately, that's celebrities what I, aren't real people, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I li- that's why I, I liked how Lord was just like. I don't know much about this, like, I'll, I'll get back to you. That's so great, because I feel like um, people in general need to be more open to saying, like, actually, you know what, I don't know enough about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of how I feel right now about <laughs> <laughs> all of this. But Yeah, that's the thing with the internet is, you know, everyone thinks they can just um, do a quick Google search and know, know everything, I guess. And, um, you know... Or, there's a big problem, I think, with people just being like, "Nah, <laughs> I don't actually know <laughs> like mm. what's going, what's going on." That kind of thing. Well, it was definitely a process for me um, coming around to anti-Zionism. I was never hugely Zionist. I'm not. Um, I like we. My family was practicing up until I was around eight, mm. and then it pretty steeply dropped off. Um, just kind of in the process of like reconnecting to my roots in the past like year or so and really getting more involved with that so I was never explicitly Zionist but there's um, I mean such a huge part of Jewish identity has been caught up in Zionism Mm. and really especially for people my mother's generation, my grandmother's generation um, in the wake of the Holocaust, because they always use the Holocaust as a justification for everything, don't they? Mm. But, um, specifically Israel. Thank you. Um, but it was really, like, in the, in Temple, like, they would be collecting money for Israel. It was really, like, playing on people's emotion. And you were, you were just taught that, like, Israel was right and just and good, and that, um, it was historically our homeland, and we need a space like that. Mm. So thing that things are I guess looking up now. Yeah, I think now. Yeah, more and more people are kind of well, it's just getting to the point now where it's really you can't turn a blind eye to it. Mm. No. Uh, the fact you know, they'll um in the areas where Palestinians still live the block access to like food and water and things, like basically starving them out. All these things, you know, um, shooting people for throwing rocks, mm. things like this, is just, yeah, and the illegal settlements. It's just like, it's getting more and more and more obvious, and it's placing more and more pressure on people globally to say something, to take a stance, to do something about it as much as we can. Sweet. Well, thanks for coming in, Golda. Thank you for having me. Um, that was Golden Matthias. It's 25 past one.